This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We got three things we think you need to hear on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers back. Hi, did you miss me? Yes, I did. Oh. We've got those three things for you. We start the show every day with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. They're going to be talking about three things. Okay, the first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is that a news station in Duluth made Jimmy Fallon on Friday night for the most hysterical reason. So this is like, you know, it touches us locally, right? Whenever something Minnesota... Whenever we're in the headlines, we're like, hey, look at us getting attention, even if it's bad attention. Well, this is just weird attention. I'm going to let Jimmy Fallon uh, manage the setup, okay? So here is Jimmy Fallon talking about something that occurred on a Duluth news station. Guys, check this out. A local news station in Minnesota was talking about a soccer game that ended in a tie. And it turned into a pretty awkward conversation. Watch this. So hopefully they don't tie again because no one likes ties. But a winner. Yeah, always ruin. I mean, I like bow ties. But I mean, that's what <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, a, you look like a birthday present and all that. Thank you. So you want to open, open me? Find out what's in? <laughs> it's cold and I don't know. I guess I'm like, I'm like, we go. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, God! You want to open me? And then Jimmy Fallon, of course, riffs on the fact that, I mean, it was the most awkward moment you've seen. You on- could tell that he had the brilliant idea to say those words as they were coming out of his mouth. He was like, ooh, hadn't <laughs> thought that all the way through. That's not right. You want to oh- you want to open me? And the other guy clearly like doesn't. I mean, would you know how to respond? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we would figure something out. It, it would be funny, but Ben, no. Oh no, we wouldn't go there. The old joke used to be. I'm not going to do it. Do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay, fine. But the 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 woman who's in between these two guys, and by the way, I do have to say the guy who made the tie like. Nobody likes a tie. Well, I like ties. I like bow ties. I got a new bow tie is what he said. His bow tie is like a clown's bow tie. I mean, that is an exceptionally large bow tie. Uh, Anyway, and the gal in the middle, she just looks like she could not be more uncomfortable. Uh, For good reason. Then basically is Mm -hmm. like, I think we just need to go. Anyway, Jimmy Fallon, it got Jimmy Fallon's attention. And uh, of course, we love that, right? That's hilarious. Yeah. Behind door number two. Let's it's a good thing they done. don't send tape of our show around to Jimmy Fallon. This is true. I feel like they would probably have a actually, field day. I don't think it's doing that because well, we could get on Jimmy Fallon anyway. 
Go ahead. Anyway, uh, big news from the palace this morning. Oh. Yes, Pip Pip, cheerio. There's a new baby on the way. Uh, and let's listen to Gail King, etc. break the news this morning. Before getting married last May, Prince Harry and Meghan were open about their desires to start a family, speaking on British television. Plenty to talk about. Children? Not, not currently, no. Um, no, of course, you know, I think, um, you know, one, one, th- one step at a time and hopefully we'll, we'll start a family in the near future. Near being the key word. The Queen is said to be thrilled by the news. The couple are here for their first international royal visit to Australia, Fiji, Tonga and New Zealand, which is now raising health concerns because of Zika warnings in Fiji and Tonga. Harry and Meghan have taken medical advice from doctors back in the UK um, about the risk to Zika in Fiji and Tonga, and they've decided on that medical advice that they will carry on and nothing will change. Okay, so uh, we had a little miscommunication. The beginning of the... That wasn't Gail King. That was not Gail King. That was, though, from CBS this morning. uh, And and Gail King basically was like, this was the best news of the day. We're so excited about this. Uh, It turns out Meghan Markle and Harry are expecting a baby. And then she tosses to their uh, reporter who's on location in Sydney. And the reason why he's on location in Sydney is because the couple is doing their yeah. first royal tour. royal tour. And it begins there. Well, apparently this morning, um, they they kind of called an emergency press conference. They had all the press that is there covering the royal tour come into a room. And that was where they made that announcement. Uh, they had promised it would be an exciting and surprising announcement. Uh, and so congratulations. Yeah, no, it's adorable. And now we'll have something to sort of, you know, mindlessly pay attention to and be excited about, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Oh, look, another baby. I, it's However, exciting. Um, it's exciting in the sense that the I don't know if you've looked around the world le- recently. We kind of could use some happy news. So, yes, this is true. I will say that I've al- I don't know how well. I'm sure people speculated long enough that a lot of the tabloid news and, and news outlets had something at the ready to roll out when the moment oh, sure, happened. Yeah. But I already this morning have seen articles that have laid out for us how Meghan Markle hid her baby bun. Oh, yeah. I was looking at all fashion. the clothes. I mean, basically, yeah. she was just wearing clothes. Right. So. But they've found a way to twist that around. Yeah. So look forward to more of that uh, in the days to come and months to come. Here's you what know. we have for you behind door Seven number three. And the third thing you need to hear before you get about your day. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley Show, by the way. It's Monday. How you doing? Okay. I want to tell you about, um, or I don't want to tell you, I want you to listen to a little montage uh, of a couple. This couple, their relationship has ended. Let's have a listen to a little retrospective and we'll mourn the loss in just a moment. Got engaged to Ariana Grande. Yeah, I did. How did you know Pete was the one for you? It's just like a feeling, you know? So funny walking down the street, because, like, dudes are walking by, and they're like, man, you, like, gave me hope. Just gets better every day. I'm very grateful for him. God forbid we split up, and she takes half my sneakers. (laughs) We've been, like, planning, and uh, that, like, feeds my soul so much in my heart. This girl, like, she was like, I want a pig. And then an hour later, it was just there. (laughs) But no, it's not soon, soon. It's going to be like next year. Well, she put a song on her new album, and it was called Pete Davidson. 
You know I don't even get royalties for that Pete Davidson song? Like, if we break up, and we won't, but like in 10 years, if God forbid that ever happened, uh, there will be a song called Pete Davidson, like playing in speakers at Kmart, and I'll be working there. <laughs> So that okay, awkward. Very likely could happen. Uh, that was, of course, uh, Pete Davidson and Ariana, Ariana Grande. Um, their relationship we now know because I don't know if if uh, you found out the way I did via uh, my Talk One Hundred Seven One app headlines. Oh, I got a, I got an urgent text on my phone. Ariana Grande have split up, oh. and uh, frankly, I know you're very surprised. I really am, and um, not at all actually. But here's the thing: in the year that we live, in the day and times in which we live, people just have this whole relationship, which isn't really a relationship because it's been around for five minutes. But yet we treat it like it's everything, and we all just go along for the ride until it obviously ends because they didn't know each other. Right. I would like to remind you that we started talking about these two when? Do you remember? Like three months ago? May. Two months ago? Yeah, it was in May. And uh, the entire course of their relationship has taken place since that time. How did you remember that we started talking about them in May? Because we talked about at the time throughout their relationship that their relationship began in May. Yeah, okay. And it's been five minutes. Yeah. And that and I think that came as a result of when we found out they were gonna get quote unquote married. Um and it was like, well, they've only known each other for like two seconds. So shocker. I know. I just again, it surprises absolutely no one. And then I don't I can't I go down this road of like feeling almost kind of bad for them because like we all what? knew, but they didn't. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, you think they legitimately thought they were in a relationship? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. I don't know. I just feel like we all were like, oh, yeah, guys, not a good idea. And they I were mean, like she's not, all in. You know, like, I think it's easy to think like they're just dumb. These are two very professional women. She has, or women, people. <laughs> one of them is a woman. Um, they have incredibly talented, busy, complicated careers which require brain activity so i mean i have a hard time believing that you know this woman who you know sells out arenas just had no clue that meeting this man after five minutes was not gonna last oh it's just such a bad idea to begin with (sighs) well now it'll never happen we'll never see them walk down the aisle and we knew that Thank all along. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese has entered the studio. Oh. She has brought a lot of dirt with her. Hi, Hello, friends. dirty girl. Hello. It's nice to be with you. And if you've been living under a rock and you're just tuning into My Talk 1071, right now I want to let you know that Meghan Markle is pregnant. What? Oh. She is? I had no idea. <laughs> the Duchess of Sussex. How did that happen? And Prince Harry, they are expecting their first baby. Well, Colleen, here's <laughs> what happens. Once you when a mommy and daddy love, love each, each other, other very much, much, and then they pledge their lives to each mm-hmm. other before and they take God off and country. All their clothes. Yep, and they then 
they it's a special hug. Have a special kind of hug <laughs> that results in a baby. That is exactly how it happens for every single person. <laughs> you don't Did say. you know that? Birds and the bees exactly. here on Colleen and Bradley. How it is. Um, but we all kind of saw this coming that these two would want to have a baby right away. You know, she is 36 years old and he's 33. So, you know, this is just the timeline that we're working with. If you want to know a little bit about uh, this new baby's lineup to the throne, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex child will be seventh in line to the British throne. So the child will come behind Harry in the line of succession, bumping his uncle, the Duke of York, further down the line into eighth place. You know, back in the day, this is why babies and children and people were murdered for power. Uh To get wow, in line to the throne. Yeah, sure did. That's I thought a true story. we were in a happy no, yeah, space. You're absolutely right. People but... would kill their siblings to get the throne. Oh, it was terrible. If you think we're living in, in a barbaric world now, think about that kind of stuff. Uh, the child will not be given the title of prince or princess unless the queen steps in to change the rules. Instead, a son would be styled the Earl of Dumbarton. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. While a daughter would be Lady. Blank for the first name, whatever it would be. Lady Blank Mountbatten Windsor. But she won't be a princess. He won't no. be a prince. Right. Er, no. Apparently you only inherit it through the male. Yep, the the male. Well, the title in terms of what's his name's title, Harry's title can only be sent down through his male heir. Again, unless the queen changes whatever she wants. She should change. I that. have a question. Yeah. I don't recall whether or not we knew before... Uh, William and Kate had their babies if they were boys or girls. I don't remember. I don't think we did. Okay. Is that a thing? Is that like put forward by the palace that they can't share that information? Or do you think there's a possibility? I think with this one, because they're not in line, direct line for the throne, very likely they can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Right. well, so once within, they choose, within reason. Right. Once you're below six, you're less important. Yeah. Six, the first six are like the big wigs. And how many are they? Now, um, like well, the, the baby will be seven. Okay. Because Prince Harry is the sixth. So the line to the throne goes, Queen Elizabeth, of course, is the queen. Then Charles, Prince of Wales. Then goes Prince William. Then goes his son, Prince George. Then goes Princess Charlotte at number four. Then goes Prince Louis at number five. So when Louis was born, Harry got bumped from five to six. And he knocked him down a peg. He went to six. And then baby Sussex. So Meghan and Harry's baby will be number seven. And then it's Prince Andrew, who is Eugenie and Beatrice's Mm -hmm. dad, is after that. And then Princess Beatrice and then Princess Eugenie. You know, Beatrice and Eugenie, they're ninth and tenth in line to the throne. Mm -hmm. It's still all that's going to take those for one, you know, what's his name, George, to have a kid. Yeah, and then bump them further. And then they'll all get bumped down again. Yeah, that's absolutely true. What's so interesting, too, is that the Queen did change the rules in terms of the girls and the boys that are born. It is an order of birth order. Gender makes no difference. Mm -hmm. So had uh, in the old rules, once Prince Louis was born, he would have bumped over Princess Charlotte. And because the queen changed. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Change the rules. That is no longer the case. And so Charlotte maintained her spot uh, next in line, which I thought was well, long overdue and fantastic. You got to give the queen credit on that one. Yeah. So if something, you know happens such that George doesn't decide to take on the throne. Sure. You know. It would be Charlotte. I love to. Queen Charlotte. I also appreciate the fact that everybody has become an an expert on all of this, mostly because of the crown. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when's the next season of the crown coming out? Not for a while. Probably next fall. Oh, criminy Pete. (laughs) You're telling me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Megan's pregnancy will be considered a geriatric pregnancy, also in the UK, because she's 36. Mm-hmm. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. I had one, too. Don't I feel bad, wish, Megan. You know, I wish that they could come up, I, like the, you know, board of obstetrics and gynecology or whatever. I wish they could come up with a different word than geriatric. Well, the amount of times that you have to hear, well, we recommend this because you're 35. Yeah. Well, you're 35. You know that this is a geriatric pregnancy. So we do recommend this mm-hmm. because you're 35. They have it, to give you more iron pills or they something. They just have to give you, they give you, they offer you all these extra tests. They do a million things and I get it, but it still feels bad. <laughs> Which also feels bad is that, that, um, gestational diabetes sugar test that they make you do. Well, that's oh not God. no fun for anybody. Okay. No fun for Five anyone. Five more reasons I needed. <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber, not over Selena Gomez. Despite his marriage to Haley Baldwin is what a source is telling People magazine. He still has love for her. Um, there is a music source who's saying he's not over Selena. This was his first great love. And while he was young and traveling around the world as a superstar, he learned a great deal from her. And she has entered... Um, a mental health therapy situation following uh, what people were saying was a low white blood cell count that she had. She has lupus. She had a kidney transplant. And I would not be surprised if the fact that Justin Bieber married Haley Baldwin would not have contributed to some of the stress. I mean, I just kind of think like, even if you're a person who you knew that the relationship, you didn't want to be in that relationship and you knew you wanted it to be done, it still doesn't feel that great. When your ex gets married in oh, like five so. minutes. Correct. Yeah. You know? Right. After they'd been with you for a very, very long time. Right. And then all of the headlines that were being circulated that basically trying to justify their relationship, saying things like, even when he was with Selena Gomez, it was always Haley. I know. That, you know, that he had somehow always had his heart with Haley. It just is all around. Yeah. Are all these- of that being sort of like, you know, <laughs> Brought yeah. out into the public. I mean, are well, the hopefully she doesn't get Baldwin? anywhere near that information, right? Like the tabloids. Like you hopefully she's not Googling herself. I know. The only thing is, if you go to a grocery store and then you walked out, she's... Does she, she go to grocery she's stores? She's probably Instacart herself. She probably, I was going to yeah. say, she probably does... I can't say that word. <laughs> Though it's... Yeah. The Target mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It's S-H-I-P. like a spaceship. P. And then they add a T to the end. Yeah, Shipped. Shipped. Yeah, yeah, see, you just got to be careful with that you word. Do. That's it's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson also split up. What? No. no. I, know, they were I thought they split. were forever. 
It is really it's brutal Wait, out I've there, had you guys. infections that lasted longer than their relationship. I mean, really, what an engagement! <laughs> I mean, why do they have to get engaged? This is my thing. That's okay, what I thought was so this is and this is my thing too. That in the 2018, in, being engaged is not does not mean you're going to get married. This is good. You it's talk like, about this. Yeah, yes, it's do it. just like this next step. It's like dating isn't enough anymore. Well, being you just, serious with somebody isn't enough. Then you get engaged, and the engagement is its own like stage but it doesn't actually mean that you're going to get married well you know who did this to us it's the bachelor that's oh, 100 it's 100 yes. percent fake engagement well and let's they, just start calling them oh they made it they, they really mm. did they turned the engagement into like a sign of a more serious relationship when that's not really what an engagement no, is. No, an like, engagement means you will have intention to get married and a, and a wedding is being planned. And I will tell you, if you haven't set a date, because I did this once, if you get engaged and then you don't set a date quickly, you're not getting married. Yeah, getting married. yeah, yeah. that's kind of a clue. We'll call it an This is personal yeah, there you experience. Go. I'm just telling you. There it's you good go. To know. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Uh, when we come back, we need a player to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All you gotta We're do gonna is give you that 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call it our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Chris on the line. And Bradley, what is Chris playing for today? Chris is playing for a pair of tickets to Thunder from Down Under at Mystic Lake Casino Friday, November 2nd. And Chris, if you could turn down your radio, that would be awesome. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Here we go. Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz is from what state? Kansas. Mark Wahlberg used to model for what underwear brand? Uh, Calvin Klein. Who is Mary-Kate Nashley Olsen's younger sister? Yes. Smee is the sidekick of which villainous character? Who? Smee is the sidekick of which villainous character? Pass. What is the name of Cardi B's daughter? Oh, no. Pass. Oh, who is Mary-Kate Nashley Olsen's younger actress mm. sister? Oh, Sorry, Chris. Chris, you did not. Win so today. Sad. I wanted to give Chris those tickets. Me too. Uh, Strippers, it's doing the, you know, a service, a public good. It's true. Well, let's answer those <laughs> questions. Okay, there are a lot of questions here we need yeah. to get to. Let's start with who is Mary Kate Nashley Olson's younger actress sister? Elizabeth Olson. Smee is the sidekick of which villainous character? Captain Hook. I don't I don't know that. Really? What is what is a Smee? Is that a person? A, a he's a person. He's the one that's kind of a little heavy set, and he has that weird voice. I'm, that was not a good oh, okay. Smee voice, but he's and, not very smart. And what is the name of Cardi B's daughter? Culture with a K, like a Kardashian. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm sorry Chris did not win today. You can try again tomorrow. We play it every it, day Chris. at 12.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Strippers. It's the 32nd Pop Culture Challenge. Now, let's move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. 
That's what we call it. Blinded by I know. I almost uh, forgot. Where are my buttons? Where are my buttons? It's a Monday. Happy Monday. All right. Let's start with a nice little blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Okay. Having to do with a three-named married actress. Mm. A three-named married actress, the subject of this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Okay. This three-named married actress had her female lover move in with her. I bet if you ask her, though, she will say her sex life with her husband is amazing. Three named married actress who likes to have sex with her husband, but but is really having a female lover, a lady lover. Now, the husband is also a celebrity. Okay. Um, Oh. What? Is this like a no? Is could it? No. She's not. She's just an actress. She's not a singer, too. Uh, actually, she is a singer. She had a band maybe about 10 or 15 years ago that she used to play with. Oh, they never no, really I'm totally went anywhere. Wrong. I'm totally wrong. Um, gosh. Okay. I'm just going for three named things. So all I have in my head right now is like Jennifer Jason Lee. No. no. Uh, Mary Stuart Masterson. No. Uh, I mean, I can't. Mary Kay Letourneau. <laughs> No. no, not an actress. Um, um, now, this person really likes to talk about their sex life with yes. their husband. Oh, but that's what I keep struggling with, the three name thing. Yeah, she well, has three names. Uh, what's her name with the, the one that abandoned me on the Twitters? The country, uh, Leanne Rhymes oh. with, I don't oh, know what. Oh, not Leanne, Leanne Rhymes. No. Now, her husband is... A superstar in many rights. He's a uh, an actor. He's a performer in the world of music, television, film. Oh man! And they, but see, the, I think it's the we like to have sex thing that we should be able to get because we talk about and the make fun of people about how much who are sex like, they hey, have we're all having the time. such amazing fun. Yeah, you guys make fun of this couple on the regular. Oh, whenever do? they have something to say, you guys often point out the fact that uh, whatever they say makes them d bags. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that person would then be. Hold on, it's coming to me. I promise you, it's coming to me. They're also associated, may not be associated with that certain church. Oh, mm-hmm. that certain church? Mm-hmm. Scientology? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so they're never, Scientologists? Well, they've never actually publicly said that they're Scientologists. Oh, Will Smith Jada and Pinkett Jada Pinkett Smith. Smith. There you go. Interesting. Yeah, you know why I wasn't coming up with that three names? Because I wasn't for some reason thinking there were two last names. Okay, fill in the blanks. Jada Pinkett Smith had her female lover move in with her. I bet if you ask Jada, though, she will say her sex life with Will Smith is amazing. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, doesn't surprise me. I, you know, they might be inviting all of the those things to enjoy each other's company together. I'm just saying, and she would probably say that that was amazing. It's all amazing. It's yeah. just amazing. This is also 2018, amazing. Okay, folks. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's think of two people, actually three people in this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. We have a former A-plus list comic slash A-minus list actress turned host. So that's one person. And then we have to think about an A-plus list mostly movie actress. And then think about that disgraced producer. So three Hmm. people in this next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. This former A-plus list comic slash A-minus list actress slash turned host basically called out this A-plus list mostly movie actress by everything but her name, accusing her of sleeping with that disgraced producer and others to make sure she won some hardware. 
Okay, so I think that the the comic and actress and host is Whoopi Goldberg. And I think that the producer is Harvey Weinstein. Because I've read an article about this, but it was in Radar Online, so I didn't like give it much thought mm-hmm. so then or attention. So the A-plus list mostly movie actress? That's the that's thing. I mean, I, like, I was going to say Gwyneth Paltrow... Okay, because but she never is it somebody who accused him of something? No, like one of the. Is it somebody we've talked about uh, in this context before, or would this be a surprise? No, we may have mentioned this person's name in this context before. Hmm. Basic. So basically, Whoopi Goldberg has called this person out. Well, who would she accuse of sleeping with a disgraced producer? Now, it's somebody that we've talked about in as much as this person has remained relatively silent about the Me Too movement. Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, Oh, interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Fill in the blank and then I'll tell you kind of what I read in that Radar Online article. All right. Whoopi Goldberg basically called out Jennifer Lawrence by everything but her name, accusing Jennifer of sleeping with Harvey Weinstein and others to make sure she won some hardware, specifically an Oscar. Yeah. Okay. So um, I actually was going to make Whoopi Goldberg my D-bag because of this, but then I couldn't really verify that this happened because there wasn't like actual audio of it. And because I don't always trust Radar Online, but sure. she was apparently at like uh, some, some conference of some sort. And in it, she said something along the lines of um, there are people that sleep with Gross men. Whoopi Goldberg says actresses use sex with ugly men yes. to win Oscars. And she said, listen, basically, like, if you went upstairs and you, uh, and then she used crass language, but had sex with that man, then at least be open enough to just say that you did it. Don't pretend like you didn't and don't pretend like you were victimized. Because if you knowingly went up to a room and had sex with a producer or a director or anybody in power that could get you into a role, then say you did that. Yeah, there's some conversation that needs to be had there, I think. I mean, this is what I love. Yes, and. Mm -hmm. Right? Didn't we learn that Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago? A couple weeks ago? We did. She might have a point in some respects, but that is by no means to say that there were not women who also, because of previous behavior on the part of individuals, were then victimized right. in that manner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. No means no. No means no. Interesting. Okay. Do we have time for one more, Holly, or is it too hard for us? I, it might be a little hard, but I'll give you some hints. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We'll move it along quickly. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. <laughs> this last blind item has to do with a former A-list mostly television actors from back in the day who's doing reality now. Here's your blind item. This former A-list mostly television actors from back in the day who's doing reality now split with a boyfriend a few months ago after she put some of his clothes through a paper shredder before the shredder broke. <laughs> she then put a bunch in an oven to set them on fire. Why? He said she was crazy. She said, I will show you crazy. Yeah, you don't tell a woman she's crazy, FYI. Mm-hmm. True. Know, if you don't want her to shred your clothes. Yeah. Now this person, let me give you a hint, mm-hmm. became very famous for one specific role. Now she has just signed on to a reality series which will play off of that original role. Uh Okay. Say that again. So she was famous back in the day, early 2000s, for being in a television show that spawned reality television series inspired by that show. Now things coming full circle, she has signed on to star in a reality TV series 
based on her fictional role. Kind of. Or that was inspired by those reality series okay. that were inspired this by like her a Hills original thing? role. Kind, yeah, you're getting close, Sarah. There you go. Is it... Heidi? No. Is it Audrina Patridge? No, no, this is the actress. Remember the original oh, television show, California, California. Is it Misha Barton? Oh, yes. Yikes. Ooh, let me fill in the blank for you before yes. we go. Misha Barton split with a boyfriend a few months ago after she put some of his clothes through a paper shredder before the shredder broke. Misha then put on a bunch of clothes in the oven to set them on fire. Oh Why? He said that Misha was crazy. Misha said... I will show you crazy. And then that happened. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, Holly, for those wonderful blind items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to say thank you to you, our wonderful listeners. You helped us raise a lot of money for the Miami Diaper Bank. We're going to tell you what that money has done for the Miami Diaper Bank when we come back with Gabby from Miami Diaper Bank after this on My Talk 1071. Well, with your help, we did a lot of really wonderful work last week, My Talkers. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, with your help, My Talkers, last week, just on Thursday and Friday alone, we were able to raise $15,782 for the Miami Diaper Bank. And now today, we have Gabby from the Miami Diaper Bank on the line uh, to tell us how that will impact them. Hi, Gabby. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. We are so thrilled about the amount of support you guys have shown for us, even last year for Hurricane Irma and now with Hurricane Michaels. We couldn't be more grateful and thankful for all of you listeners and you guys putting this together for us. It is, we are seriously speechless on our end. That's really nice to hear, Gabby. Thank you so much. But, you know, I thought we could take this opportunity to share with our listeners who have been so giving, um, you know, and, and beneficial to Miami Diaper Bank. What does the Miami Diaper Bank actually do for those of our listeners who maybe aren't very familiar with uh, what a diaper bank does? Okay, so our uh, Miami Diaper Bank, we're a 501c3 nonprofit based out in South Florida. Our main mission is making sure that babies, underprivileged babies, low-income families, homeless families, and foster care children have enough diapers to stay clean, dry, and healthy. So we collect and distribute diapers, um, like we mentioned, to homeless shelters, foster care shelters, and individual families in six counties currently. And we also collect all kinds of baby essentials to make sure that they have the resources and stay clean in order to attend daycare, in order um, for their families to be able to progress in uh, both in their uh, social development as well as making sure their family unit is um, healthy and continues to strive forward in order to be able to get out of the low-income um kind of uh, set that they're in. So we're talking with Gabby from the Miami Diaper Bank, and and we were able to, with your help, my talkers, raise a lot of money, over $15,000 for the Miami Diaper Bank in the wake of Hurricane Michael. And Gabby, can you tell us, uh, we understand that something, you are going to be able to do something very exciting 
because of that amount of money? Yes. So um, because of this amount uh, donated to us, every dollar that you guys donate, it actually allows us to double and sometimes even triple the amount of diapers that we're able to give the families through the relief and the rebuild process. So we have... Um, we have committed 100% of every donation made, so 100% of the over the $15,000 collected, going to the families in either Panama City or Mexico Beach in uh, Bay County, uh, North Florida, in the Panhandle, to make sure that their babies um, are are still safe, staying safe, are clean, and are dry. And in order for the families to be able to rebuild their lives, because essentially it's a it's a loss. Everything in there, we're hearing from partners um, that are driving there that there's no cell phone service, there's no internet service. Um, currently, there are over two hundred thousand customers without power, um, just in the Panhandle alone. It uh, it's it's really devastating. Um, so just to be able to make sure that the babies are good and ready to go and give a peace of mind for the parents in order to make sure that they can rebuild their lives again, it's, it's truly wonderful. Can you give us a little sense, Gabby, of like, have you been in communication with people, you know, in and around the panhandle that you're actually going to be helping what they are uh, sort of dealing with you guys had just dealt with this, you know, um, about a year ago. I, I imagine you guys learned a number of things that you're now maybe helping share with the folks near the panhandle that had no idea they were going to be facing a crisis like this. Yeah, definitely. Last year for Hurricane Irma, it was really devastating. And just um, we under we completely understand and we feel for them because we were in that situation. Um, the number one thing that we can really tell people is just to be safe. Um, make sure to get what you need as quickly as possible and return to either the shelters or if their homes are still standing, which there isn't as many. And um, we try reaching out to organizations already there, like the Panama City Junior League. Um, Understandably, there's no connection. We have not heard back from them. So we're partnering with the Kiwanis here in South in South Dade in far, for, um, with FarmShare as well. They're driving up. Um, we know the total devastations. They've they we were hit last year with a Category Four, but our winds were only about 130 miles per hour. Uh, Hurricane Michael's was 155, so we can wow. only imagine and feel for them the devastations that they're going through. Um, so just you know, be super careful. It's only day five in in the relief process. It's going to take a very long time. We know firsthand we're still helping families rebuild from Hurricane Irma. So it's a slow process, but they can definitely count on us coming in and helping out uh, with diapers, with any kind of baby essentials that they need. Absolutely. Well, Gabby from the Miami Diaper Bank, thank you so much for taking time out of your day uh, to talk to us a little bit about exactly what you do and, and how the money that our My Talkers have donated will help you. No, thank you guys so, so much. We are so grateful, and you have no idea how many babies and families we're going to be helping with this. We'll make sure to keep you guys in the loop and send you guys all the information um, and making sure that this $15,000 is perfectly used for the babies. Thank you so much, Gabby. Gabby. Take good care.
You too. Have a great day. Thank you. That's amazing. That is amazing. That was Gabby from the Miami Diaper Bank. And um, again, I I mean, truly $15,000 coming from all of you, my talkers, on Thursday and Friday of last week, who just rose to the occasion and donated. Truly amazing. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, um, tragedy happens. You know, uh, uh, tragedies are exactly what they are. They're a tragedy. Mm -hmm. They're unexpected. They're things you're not accounting for. This is not par for the course. This is not the normal course of events. And what I love is that my talkers stepped up just a week, barely, after we'd already been saying, hey guys, we need your help for some other great charities who, in the course of events, were trying to support the work that they do when we were doing Project Down and Dirty. And, you know, less than a week away, my talkers are like, okay, well, we're fine up here. Let's help people that you know, are struggling to just, no pun intended, stay afloat following that horrible hurricane. Yeah. So again, thank you to all of you. Um, it really does mean so much to us here at My Talk 1071 and certainly to the Miami Diaper Bank as well. When we come back, what drives you crazy about Minnesota oh, drivers? 651 641 1071. We'll be back after this.